Hello, everyone. It is Jacqueline Kitzman, and this is the Awaken Tarot podcast. And hi. Literally, like, listen, the world is getting worldier. There's still all this awfulness happening in Ukraine. Please keep paying attention. There is still all of this awfulness in regards to reproductive rights in America. Please, like, please keep voting where you need to vote you know, getting involved where you can get involved in regards to ending voter suppression, especially here in the southern states. Polio. If you live in New York, if you live in the UK, polio has been found in the wastewater. So if you're not vaccinated for polio, which is something that you typically get like as a child, do your research on polio. And then, of course, monkeypox. And do your research there as well. Monkeypox is not an STI. It is not a disease that affects primarily gay men. It is a disease that can affect anyone. It can affect anyone at any time. Um, Be careful. Look, actually listen to research and see what they're saying about that, because we have the ability to to rectify some of that situation or to do better than what we did before. So let's do that. Um, I just want to thank Alice again for for her suggestion, um, you know, to dive into the suits. I've had a lot of people tell me that that was very helpful. And on my end as a teacher, it's a failure on my part that that was something that had not already been done. Um, I'm going over a card this week because I had that prepped. Um, But then next week, I had a request from Laura, you know who you are, and uh, to to talk about the major arcana and talk about how that breaks down. Um, And I already said this last week, but the popular um, way of reading it made made popular by Rachel Pollack um, in her book specifically that goes over it is Tarot Wisdom. I very much enjoyed that book as I was learning going through the process of learning and researching tarot. So I can kind of help break that down and talk about that or how I use it and why it's important to me and why a lot of what I teach on this podcast is based off of that, especially when it comes to the major arcana, obviously. Um, But we will do that next week. But this week we are back in our cards roots and we are going to talk about the two of swords today. This card is very special to me uh, because I pulled it almost constantly while I was in the process of trying to conceive my daughter and like we were trying so hard and like I wanted a baby so badly and I I kept asking how will I know and it said two of swords and I was like that is literally a blindfolded person they truly cannot see what the fuck um so let's dive into first what this card looks like okay so first and foremost this is a person sitting on a stone bench They're wearing a long gown. Their arms are kind of making an X in front of them. And in each hand is a sword creating like almost like a barrier. Um, They are, like I said, blindfolded. Um, In the background, you've got kind of like what looks like a lake, but the water is not very high. You can still see kind of rocks coming up and you see land in the far background behind the water and up in the sky is a crescent moon. But a lot of times people will read this card and it'll talk about decisions or choices and twos they i i call twos kind of like a um it's like a mirror card it can deal with it can deal with choices it can be it's it's about kind of like choice and decision i feel like is too easy it's too like gotcha like it's not it it didn't it in no way i think communicates the meaning of this card because i pull it all the time and it it's not saying you have choices it's it's more or less I would say in the way that I teach this card, when you think about twos as being like kind of like a mirror, 
um, and being a reflection of your of like your inner self or kind of this like behind the veil type number, which is a nod to the high priestess, right? When we're in specifically the two of swords, which is mental clarity, communication, truth, wisdom, everything we went over two weeks ago in the suit of swords podcast episode. When this card comes up for me, it's more about where lacking doesn't seem to be the correct word, but I'm going to use it here. It's where are you lacking clarity? Where does clarity need to be gained? What are you subconsciously protecting yourself from? What are you kind of like a... um. I don't want to say a card that it that means ignorance because it doesn't mean ignorance, but it is kind of a card that is you you know this, you know this. You are blindfolded. You could protect yourself blindfolded. You are you don't need your sight to be able to protect yourself. You don't need your sight to be able to to make something happen. This card, the only one of the only other times we see somebody blindfolded in the tarot is the eight of swords. So here in the two of swords, arguably, I would say, like as the story builds, you're kind of dealing with the same person here. This person is blindfolded and they don't almost like they don't trust their surroundings, right? So they're holding their swords in front of them to kind of warn people away from this person who has their blindfold on and they're sitting and they're thinking with themselves and they're trusting their mind, but they're still guarded. So it's kind of about like looking inside, finding that clarity. And does clarity come with choice and decision? Yes, of course. And I think that sometimes that's why this gets so attached with those two elements. But the the really big barrier here is that mental protection, right? Like remembering or or ignorance to something or keeping yourself safe from something or looking or having like not fully trusting the outside world when it comes to your own thoughts and your own brain, right? I think that sometimes we can get this card and it's an encouragement to take off the blindfold and stop being so defensive because education is important. I feel like this card can come up a lot when we we're talking about systemic racism and how a lot of white people kind of reject that concept. I feel like this card can come up where it's talking about unlearning harmful rhetoric, where it's about letting go of like past systems that no longer work and not just letting go of it, but helping demolish it. You have swords in your hands. You are your most defenseless and your most powerful when you are blindfolded and have two large weapons in, in your hands. This card is about trusting yourself to go inside and know something. I talk a lot about the concept of if we all followed love, we could create Eden here. If we all followed love, the concept of love truly for everyone, we could create paradise and Eden here. We could end prejudice. We could end homophobia. Just so, so, so many things that we have that if we followed actual love, unconditional love for everyone, if we could just trust that, if we went deep down, if we blinded ourselves to society and all of the things that they put pressure on us, if we didn't have social media and the and regular media pressuring us at all times to look certain ways, to be our to be our thinnest or look or have certain qualities that essentially society makes up. If we didn't have that, if we didn't see those things, if we weren't around those things, if we kept ourselves blind to those things, how powerful could we be? So this card, when I say ignorance, I don't mean, I don't mean it's an allowance to say, to stay ignorant to things. That's not an excuse. It's not a, oh, I didn't know so. It's a, 
there is a power to what we see and what we don't see in allowing our internal like our internal like thermometer to kind of gauge what is what is harmful or what is helpful. And so because of that, it does involve choice and it does involve decision. But I think this card is so much more nuanced than that. For me, I pull this card when I am trying to make myself know something I cannot possibly know. When I'm guessing and I'm guessing and I'm guessing. I pulled this card, like I said, all of the time when I was trying to conceive. And I said, how will I know that this is the moment? How will I know this is the month? And I pulled the two of swords. And it was kind of this reminder of, you won't know until you know. And when I was pregnant, I knew something was wrong. I knew something was not wrong, but I knew something was off in my body. And then when I knew I was pregnant, I could all of a sudden everything made sense to me. This card made sense. When I found out then in last November that I was pregnant before we lost it, I didn't even need a test to tell me I was pregnant. I knew it because I felt it in my body and I knew what it meant. So sometimes this card is an encouragement to trust your body enough to know, but also to learn from experiences as well. This card is not encouraging you to be ignorant and it is not encourage, it's not encouraging lack of ignorance. This card is talking about clarity, the things we keep ourselves protected from, whether, you know, like, um, you know, like with trauma, the sword, the suit of swords can deal a lot with, with trauma in our thoughts and how, and how we're triggered. And so you want to tread gently over every memory or every trigger warning, everything. It's protection. It's the two of swords comes up. If you were to, this is such a silly example, but like if you're pulling tarot before you read a book, right? And you're like, should I read this book? Like, should I read this book? And you get this card. It's probably like, hey, there's probably some trigger warnings in here. Like, have you looked that up? Have you figured out if like maybe like the author is like not so PC? Hello, where the crawdads sing. Um, <laughs> Hello, JK fucking Rowling from Harry Potter. Like that author may not be great or something in the book may be triggering or something may not align. Like where this, like where the money's going for this may not align. Like the Two of Swords is here to remind us that we need to be our biggest protectors of our brain, but we also protect other people. And we can't effectively do that if we're coming from a place of trauma or we're misinformed or we are or we can't turn away from something that's hurting us. So rather than this card having like a concrete like you need to stop thinking about this or you need to think about this more, this card is all about the thought process all about what we think and how we protect ourselves and if like let's say for instance you pull this in a relationship reading there's a reason you're and this card is kind of like a hey there's a reason you're doing a relationship reading there's something that you already know that you're trying to affirm or you're trying to protect yourself from the truth from so why like what's there Oh, if you're doing it for a job, like, should I stay at this job? This card is kind of saying like, yo, like, that's your choice. But are you comfortable here? Like, do you feel like you're protected here, wanted here? When I pull this card in readings for people, I really go back to the person that I'm reading for. Like, there's a lot of autonomy that is in this card, a lot of autonomy. And the way that it reflects when you get to the eight of swords is that you now feel comfortable enough with your own mind and your own thoughts and your own transformed self to not need the swords in your hand. They're all around you. You know that they're all around you. You know that you're strong enough to get there. You know that you could take and remove the blindfold. You know you have the ability to set yourself free to see something or anything. You don't need that protective, sharp defense system. In the Eight of Swords, you know that you and your own thoughts are enough because you've done the work. 
But in the Two of Swords, we do have this. We have this defense system up. And sometimes, like we talk about in the Seven, the swords that used to protect us, we don't need anymore. Why are we, why hold yourself back? If you know something's not working, if you know it's not the right place, if you know you're uncomfortable, why are you holding yourself back? If you want so badly to tell someone that you want a relationship with them, but you're afraid that communicating them will make them run away, like you're holding, you're, you're, you're keeping a blindfold over your eyes and you're keeping them back. You're not letting anybody get in, but you're not extending a hand either. Who are you protecting in that scenario? The Two of Swords is, I think, at its heart, a reminder that we have built-in protection systems, and sometimes they are to protect us, and sometimes they are to reject others or reject things. And in the Two of Swords, where that choice and that decision comes in, it's finding that balance between education and and your triggers between between hurting somebody with your inability to change with the world or or protecting your comfort zone right like in regards to systemic racism we have we have so many we have so much research we have so much ability to hear what the black community is saying to to see to see them marching to see what they're fighting for to see what they're saying and their teaching and what what they're arguing for, we as white people have the ability to either to stay in our comfort zones and not acknowledge it, or we have the ability to say, okay, systemic, systemic racism, systemic oppression is fucking real. There is so much privilege that comes along with being white. So how do I keep myself from being blind to that specifically in my own life and as a whole? And then how do I fight against it and dismantle it? Our minds come with the ability to create and destroy. And I I really think that in the Two of Swords, we are kind of invited to consider what we see and what we do and what we don't see and discern how much we're not seeing because we don't want to. And trusting ourselves to be able to handle and to be able to learn with compassion and educate with compassion and communicate with compassion. And we also need to know that the Two of Swords is also sometimes a reminder that we can also cut a bitch. I hope this was helpful. The Two of Swords is a very nuanced card, and I think a lot gets lost when we just think of it as a card that talks about choice and decision. But as we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I swallow my own swords that I have set on fire. It's not. It is absolutely 110% absolutely not that. This is the collective reading. This coming week, we are sitting in the sun. Last last week, it feels a little bit like a yo-yo. So two weeks ago, we were drinking from the cup. And then last week, we were sitting with our thoughts and our heart and our emotions right in the in the three of swords. And now this coming week, we're, we're coming into the sun. So things that we kept internalized, they're coming out. They are... Um, the sun is both a card that talks about like optimistic joy and fun, but it also the flip side of the sun is that it's it can burn. So I think that as we are living our truths this coming week, as we take what we learned last week and what hurt last week and we come into it and we come into our own, 
find that balance of living in the sun and also using sunscreen. Don't don't allow yourself to get burned or don't burn others by, you know, it's Leo season, right? Like it's very, very easy, specifically like in that energy to primp and preen and 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 live in the sun but a lot but with that comes with that comes the responsibility of acknowledging others and their needs and their egos and your ego um keeping that all balanced if you are it's the sun is um it's complicated because i feel like there will be some people who feel very very good this coming week and some people who just feel a little bit raw and and burnt and very tired and like what they need more than anything is to go back two weeks ago to drink a lot of water to bask in that cup's energy again and that's okay for the people that are feeling joyous and basking like please enjoy that but if you're living specifically if you're living in a household with someone who's feeling raw right now pay attention to how much heat you give off because the people who are feeling raw right now, they're probably feeling pretty raw. They're probably feeling pretty vulnerable. And there's not a lot of, in the sun, there's not a lot of shadow, not a lot of tree line for those people to find comfort or isolation in. Basically, check on the introverts in your life, my friends. They're feeling, they're feeling rather exposed. <laughs> so yeah, that's this coming week. Thank you all for the reviews. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. We are, as of right now, this recording, we are one review away from me getting French silk pie this coming weekend, which is hilarious because Gabe's birthday is the one that's coming up on the 18th. So I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to get pie on his birthday. LOL. Um, I just appreciate all of you. I, I truly do. And I love you all. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider rating, subscribing, and reviewing. It's the best and easiest way to help the podcast out if you love it. Or if you have like accurate or like constructive criticism, please, please rate and review there too. I don't want people to just do that if they like it. I want them to rate their heart. And I also, you know, I also keep myself in check and want to be held accountable for things that I say or do that aren't at that aren't doing their highest good. So anyway, with all of that information, I have done this podcast in a towel. <laughs> so I am going to go put some jammies on and hug my kid. Bye.